0: And I'm Dwayne Paracha, and welcome to the 11th episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be discussing being Asian. So that sounds interesting, please stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field, and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So, how was your week? My week was good. Um, You know, we just got, like, settled into school. It's, like, October, so, you know, like, a month of school. Just getting into, like, assignments and, yeah, like, just the basic normal things. What about you?
1: Yeah, I actually had a pretty fun weekend. I went to a friend's socially distanced uh, 17th birthday, and it was really fun. Um, don't worry, we all wear masks and everything, but it was just really fun because I haven't seen a lot of people for a long time, and it was just good to get some social interaction, even though we were all six feet apart and laying down on like uh, blankets that were like really far apart from each other. That
0: sounds really fun.
1: Yeah, it was. Um... So yeah, let's just get into the episode then. Um, I don't know if many people know this, but we're both Asian.
0: Um, I'm Korean. Um, And I'm Indian. And I just want to say that Indians are Asians. India falls into the continent of Asia. And therefore, we are also Asians. I I just cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say Indians are not Asians. Like, it's crazy. But yeah. Yeah, I know. You're
1: always telling me how frustrated you are about that. Um, And, you know, we may have a little bit of different experiences because, but, you know, because I'm East Asian and Duani South Asian, but we're both Asian and we have some similar and and some maybe different experiences that we should share and kind of how it is to be Asian um,
0: in this world, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, We just wanted to start off with like, something that was like different about our culture growing up asian
1: yeah kind of like growing up asian and like growing up asian american um it like it's different for everybody but like especially for me um i used to live in new jersey where a lot of people in my community were predominantly non-asian and i was pretty much the only asian person There And so a lot of times I would do something that would be kind of different than my classmates or different than my peers. And, you know, one of those things was that we were not allowed to have shoes in the house.
0: Yeah, like when I came here, I just I was surprised by like how people just like wore shoes into their house, like in their room, even if they had like carpeted floors or anything. My parents would kill me if I wore shoes in the house. yeah.
1: I mean, my parents wear slippers and things like that just so their feet don't get cold. Um, But we don't wear, like, outside shoes inside the house. (laughs) Another thing that was kind of different for me growing up was that I had, like, a lot of different foods than my classmates for, like, lunch and things like that. So... You know, my mom was very concerned about packing me traditional Korean food for lunch because, like I said, I lived in a predominantly uh, white area in New Jersey. And so, you know, she was worried that I might get made fun of because I might have a traditional Korean food. Like, I know a lot of people know what kimchi is. Yeah, she was worried that it might smell bad or people might make fun of me. And so, yeah, I mean, I definitely did have a little bit of different food for lunch sometimes.
0: Yeah, I mean, me too, you know, like being Indian, having Indian food, so you definitely, you know, like see people um, staring or just like, you know, it just like looks different than like the normal lunch that people have. And that that was like more when I was younger. And now usually I don't really like bring anything Indian food. It's mostly like rice or something or six sandwiches and stuff like that. But definitely um, having to bring like different foods to lunch that, you know, your classmates are not used to you seeing.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like a little bit better in Washington because we live in such a diverse community versus like New Jersey. I'm not saying New Jersey isn't a diverse community. I'm saying that there's a lot more, I feel like, Asian people and other people of other cultures here in Washington, especially Seattle. Um, but that's what I was saying with my mom. She was definitely worried that I might get made fun of. Uh, but I told her I was fine and we packed that food anyways. But yeah, definitely now I do pack a lot less Asian food, but I definitely still pack rice, like you said. And it was definitely something different about me growing up. Um, Another thing is, I don't know if it's just like a weird thing that Asian Americans do, or maybe it's Duane and I, um, but we don't use the dishwasher. So the dishwasher is kind of used at our house for like a sitting and drying place for like plates and pots and things like that.
0: Exactly, like, we don't, we barely use the dishwasher, maybe, like, sometimes, but, like, rarely, and so it's always just, like, store extra dishes, or it's, like, you wash the dishes, and then you, like, put them in the dishwasher to, like, dry. It was more of, like, a drying rack rather than to, like, wash your dishes. Exactly.
1: It's kind of weird, but that's just something (laughs) uh, that, that we do. Um, Another thing is, we have a lot of plastic bags. Like, whenever we go to the store, we keep the plastic bags and we just, like, make a giant plastic bag ball for whenever we need more plastic bags. But at the same time, it's like we never really need plastic bags. We just have, like, a huge storage of
0: plastic bags. We just do it. I don't know why. Yeah, like, it's like in our closet, we have, like, a plastic bag just full of plastic bags. But, um, Like, my families are trying to, like, shift to, like, the recyclable bags. So, like, you don't need to use a lot of plastic. But we still definitely, if you do ever get plastic bags or anything, we always keep them. I mean, unless they're, like, holes or anything, they're always stored in our closet.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to, like, perpetuate the stereotype that Asian people are, like, hoarders or something like that. It's just, like, a weird thing that we do. Because, I don't know, I guess we don't want to, like, throw away the plastic bag or something. Um, But, yeah. Another thing is that I feel like this might be something people like think is like stereotype, but it's like kind of actually true. Like, we're not always doing this. But I feel like at least like maybe like once a meal, I'm like having rice or something.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I don't have it like once a day or anything. But um, it definitely is like something that we have, like maybe two or three times a week for sure. Like, there's always one guaranteed meal of rice like all the time. Yeah, and I don't think it's like supposed to be anything
1: bad, because it's just like a staple in like Asian culture and Asian foods. It's just kind of like a a plain thing that you can eat with a lot of different side dishes. Because I know, it, for like especially for Korean people, uh, rice is very important because we eat a lot of side dishes. And so there's like a bunch of like side dishes on the table, and then you have a bowl of rice. And then you can eat that rice with a bunch of side dishes. Um, I don't know what it is for like Indian culture and things like that. But that's definitely how it is for me and my family. So that's just Kind of why I guess we're eating rice for some meals,
0: yeah, um, for our family, I don't think it's like something that you like eat with it's just either like just rice or something else.
1: another thing is uh that we're I don't know if it's just like Asian culture, I know it's like a lot of people's culture, I guess, but uh. Whenever we have, like, close family friends, um, those people are, are like, your, like, aunts and uncles. Like, um, my parents have, like, close friends, and I'm like, oh, that's my aunt. I'm just gonna make up a name. Like, that's my Aunt Linda or something like that because even though we're not, like, biologically related, we're, like, calling them, like, that we are related even though we're not. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. In, like, my family, um, everyone is an aunt or an uncle, even if they're not. So, like, it gets, like, hard to distinguish, like, who's your actual aunt or uncle versus, like, who's not. But um, I just feel like it's a sort of, like, respect thing in our culture. Like, um, I definitely have, like, friends who are not Asian, like, refer to people by, like, their first name or, like, like Mr. and Mrs. something. And I just feel like, in our in like in my culture that's disrespectful we refer to everyone as aunt or uncle but i also feel like if that person is not asian i don't call them aunt or uncle i call them mrs and like their last name or mr or miss or whatever i just never call older people by their first name because again like in my culture that's disrespectful to do
1: yeah and in korean culture there's so many different like titles for everyone that we just like in my family we just like keeping it simple and calling everyone who's like a close family friend like aunt and uncle because there's so many different titles you could like call people it's like so specific um but yeah that's just our culture and then um and the last thing that's kind of um kind of different about like you know asian culture is i don't know if it's just like my family but we're constantly speaking in like what I like to call Konglish, like Korean and English, like half the sentence is like in Korean and half the sentence is like in English. And like we can perfectly understand each other. But if we were to talk like that to somebody else, they totally would not understand
0: us. Yeah, definitely. It's something my family also does. Um, we speak Gujarati, so it's like half that and half English. Um, like I feel like we speak more English at home, but it's definitely not just full English. It's always like a little bit of this and a little bit of that Um But, yeah, I think that might be true for, like, a lot of bilingual families. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, And so that was just kind of, like, our
1: kind of, like, talk about, you know, growing up Asian, some things that are a little bit different that we do in our household. Um, And now let's kind of move on to Asians in media. Uh, For a long time, I felt like, personally, I didn't see a lot of Asians in the media that wasn't, like, a stereotype or... I didn't see anybody who was Asian that had like a lead role in a movie that I went to go see um, in the movie theaters. And I feel like we still don't have a lot of representation, but I think it's getting um, a little bit better. Um, You know?
0: Yeah. Like Hannah said, there's like definitely a lack of Asian representation in movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And um, while we're talking about like specific groups, I feel like especially South Asians, there's very minimal representation in, like English movies and things like that definitely like not back in like their home countries in the in their language or anything like that but like English movies and tv shows like just like overall there's barely like any Asian representation and I mean now you feel like you see a little bit more but compared to like maybe five or ten years ago it definitely like lacks like we definitely need more people to like represent our culture represent us
1: Yeah, and when I was looking up some good movies, uh, prominent Asian movies that were, like, highly acclaimed to talk about, like you said, Duani, I could not find very many that was popular and prominent um, and critically acclaimed that was about South Asian, you know. Um, And the only one I could really
0: find was, like, Lion. Yeah, and I've watched it. It's, like, a really good one. But, like you said, there's, like, barely any representation of South Asia, and then just, like, in general – lack of representation for Asia. I feel like there's some
1: really popular movies that came about, like, that represented, like, East Asians, like The Farewell and Crazy Rich Asians and things like that. And I think that's definitely, like, a step forward. But I feel like I want to see even more people that look like me in the media and, and lead roles. And, you know, it's groundbreaking to see someone that looks like you be in the spotlight in the media.
0: Yeah, and um there's like definitely Asians that act in movies or anything like that but I find that most of the time they don't have lead roles like or they have tiny roles or um sometimes I feel like in movies Asian characters are portrayed by like the stereotypes that we think of when we think of Asian people like that's how they're portrayed rather than like a meaningful important like insightful character
1: yeah I think I saw this like one John Hughes movie a long time ago, like 16 Candles, where an Asian man was kind of portrayed in a very racist way. And I definitely really didn't appreciate that. Like, I know it was a long time ago or whatever, but even though a long time ago, that's still a movie that people can see and that's still something that I saw that I didn't really like that, that represented who I kind of was or something. And, you know, uh, that's definitely a big point we have to bring up, that either the there's nobody, there's no Asians in that movie, or there is one, and it's kind of, like, a stereotype. Like, that person's, like, the really smart person in the movie, or, like, you know, that that's their friend who always studies. It's, like, a
0: side character who's smart or something, you know? Definitely. It just, like, feels good to know, like, has some representation of your culture or anything like that in movies. It's, it's always just, like, the stereotypes or, like, like we just like like we just talked about like they always have like the minuscule roles or like the not so important ones so it feels nice to know that like we're moving a little bit forward and like this year or like in the past two three years I feel like there's like a little bit more than it used to be but I would like love to see more. Speaking of like
1: other media like books um I feel like they're uh, when I was growing up, I'm like, as you know, I'm an avid reader. A lot of the main characters I was reading about were not Asian, and I really, you know, I really long to read about somebody who is kind of like me, who had the same culture as me, who was the same race as me. And um, here are just a few books that I've read that feature main characters that are Asian, like The Joy Luck Club, um, Red Thread Sisters, To All the Boys I Love Before. Those all have like Asian main characters, and there are plenty more books that have there are like so many more amazing books I can't even name that have like Asian characters as the main characters. But um, I just felt like for a long time, I couldn't find any books that were really good or like really recommended that had, you know, an Asian main character or someone who was like me.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think that in books, there's a lot of, you know, like Asian, like featuring Asians and stuff like that. But I also think that there's some books, again, just, like, TV shows that portray Asians as, like, you know, and, like, all these, like, books and stuff that I've read in the past, like, I'm not even saying, like, there are a few, there's, like, a lot of books that I've read in the past where Asians are, like, always the smart ones or the quiet ones or, like, the mathlete person or, you know, some stuff like that, and, I mean, it's just, it kind of sucks, but it's also good that, you know, there's more books coming out that feature Asians as, like, a good, And, like, the main character.
1: You know, have you ever read The Babysitter's Club? Because I know that Claudia Kishi, she's a Japanese-American. And I like that she wasn't portrayed as, like, the smart one in the group or something like that. Like, a stereotype. I like that she was, like, her own creative person. I don't know if you've ever read that, but...
0: Yeah, I have. That one. That one was a good one. But I'm just, like, saying a lot in general. Like, you always find... Asians being the state. Yeah, I
1: know what you're saying. That's what I was definitely saying, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you definitely find that that person, like, if there's an Asian person in a book, sometimes they're, like, the smart friend or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Moving on to, like, music, I feel like K-pop and uh, it's, like, J-pop or whatever, like, that is, that is, like, gaining a lot of popularity in America. I feel like a lot of people listen to that. So I feel like representation in, like, Asian music is really good.
1: Yeah, especially like K-pop. I feel like a lot of people listen to that. But the only problem I have with that is that there's a lot of people who enjoy like K-pop and they love that music. Yet they still don't like respect Asian cu- other like parts of Asian culture or respect Asian people in general. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Definitely. Um, it's like you disrespect Asians. You you're racist towards them. But yet you still enjoy their music. Like how does that work? And I feel like um with like the whole protest going on for the black lives matter someone brought up like a great point there's these people that you know are protesting like the all lives matter movement and stuff like that and they're like they're the ones that are enjoying like black culture um the music so many artists so many rappers are black and you listen to their music yet you still continue to be racist towards that certain group of people yeah
1: that's what i was kind of saying like um i don't want to compare like um racism towards black people to like racism towards Asians like that is completely different and I'm not trying to compare that um but I was just saying like I don't understand how some people can consume Asian media and Asian culture and still disrespect people that are Asian and kind of make fun of people and pull their eyes back and things like that like how could someone, you know, consume so much, you know, Asian culture and media and still be so disrespectful? I don't, I don't know, it just bothers me.
0: Definitely. Um, I also feel like a lot of people respect some people from, like, a certain, like, ethnicity, but then, like, or a race or anything like that, and, like, disrespect the rest. Like, people that are, like, popular, like, let's say if there's, um, like Asian Americans are like really popular, like some people respect them, but like everyone else who is Asian, like you disrespect them. And there's so many like instances of that in like a lot of different races. And it's like, how does that work that you pick and choose who you want to respect and who you want to be racist towards?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, well, you're not like other Asian people. Like, okay, I literally had Uh, friend in quotation marks, she like, I don't know, I just realized this kind of like recently, but she was kind of always kind of I don't know, uh, weird towards me, but she was like yeah, but, like, you're cool because you're not, like, other Asian people. And she was, like, yeah, you're, like, the whitest Asian girl I know. And that's kind of, like, a microaggression. And I, I didn't really appreciate that because I'm, like, what do you mean? Like, just because I enjoy things, just because sometimes – just because I'm not, like, always listening to K-pop or I'm not always eating kimchi or something like that doesn't mean I'm not Asian or anything. And it doesn't mean that I'm, like, trying to act white or – I, I don't even know what that means, like – what does that mean? Like, you're the whitest Asian girl I know. That's, exactly. I don't know. It's kind of like a
0: Yeah, I hate the term, like, you're whitewashed something, like, whitewashed Asian or whitewashed whatever you are, because it's not, like, being whitewashed. It's, like, being immersed, like, a whole different culture, like, definitely, like, things in Korea and India are, like, their customs and stuff like that are different from America, but, like, living in America for, like, most of my life, you get used to that. You, like, you develop them um you know you you get like used to their customs and yeah you just like assimilate to American culture and it's not called being whitewashed it's just oh like I've lived here for so long like I know the customs like I have gotten used to them I've been like exposed to them and now you don't even like realize you're doing those things but like you do them like and you're just considered like whitewashed and I I just hate that word because you're not whitewashed
1: yeah, you know, doing certain things doesn't make me any less Asian and you shouldn't be saying that to certain people. And I, and, you know, I, I definitely didn't appreciate that. Yeah, and then also just to finish off, like, you know, media, there's a lot of like... uh Asian actors. I know um, for Grey's Anatomy, I watched, and like Killing Eve, Sandra Oh. Um, she's an amazing actress, and you know it was refreshing to kind of see someone who looked like me. Um, uh, I know a lot of you guys have heard of like Aquafina. She did a lot of like acting and like rapping. She's just, like a really cool person. And then like if you've ever watched Glee, there's uh, Jenna Ushkowitz, and I really love her. I follow her on um, all social medias, and I just I just love her personality. And she has like a podcast and yeah, she's super cool.
0: Yeah. And there's also like Carrie Shum Jr. Kron Brar. Um, and then Mindy Colling also is like a really like known Indian actress in Hollywood. And she recently came out with um, produced a TV show called Never Have I Ever. And I feel like that was like the first TV show that had full representation of South Indians and that just like felt really nice to know that oh there's finally something that talks about my culture that you know talks about the struggles that are, um people like me face or anything like that so that was really nice but again like definitely I would love to see more Asian representation.
1: And moving on from media um, we kind of just want to cover Asian stereotypes because I feel like uh racism towards asian people and the stereotypes placed on us are so normalized in our culture um today like you know sometimes things are like in quote unquote like a joke but really that joke is kind of like racist or a microaggression and people just normalize it and they just kind
0: of think it's okay Definitely. Um, like on social media, like especially TikTok and stuff like that, I have seen racism towards Asians like so normalized that like people don't even understand why it's racist or there's like, or they just like don't realize that it's racist because it is so normalized. Like, oh, it's everyday thing. And then when people try to call them out, it's like, oh, it's not even like racist. It's not even, it's not even whatever. And it's like, it. but it is. And if you're not of that race you can't determine if it's racist or not because it definitely does hurt us and for you to say that for you to claim that you know what's racist and what's not and like what hurts us and what doesn't is like ridiculous
1: for example there's this uh trend that's going around it's called like the fox eye challenge and it's racist because it's like pulling back your eyes or using makeup to make your eyes like slimmer or more like almond shape or whatever. And that's the kind of shape that Asian eyes are and like, like kind of like something that I've like always been kind of made fun of for. And, you know, it just kind of hurt me that, you know, the people who were kind of like making fun of me for my eyes were kind of trying to mimic it now or something like that. And I know a lot of people are like, don't be so offended. It's just makeup. And it's like, yeah, it might be just makeup to you. But for me, that's not just makeup. That's how I look.
0: Exactly. And um, I seen again, like videos on TikTok where people are calling out those people that do the um, the Fox eye trend or whatever. And everyone's like, why are you being such a snowflake? Like, why are you being so sensitive? Like, it's nothing. It's like I'm just, you know, like pulling my eyes back a little bit just to give me that shape. But you don't realize, um, like, I don't have those kind of eyes or anything like that. So I can't tell you that I've ever experienced anything. But I know, like Hannah said, she has. And you don't realize how hurtful that is that something that you got bullied for or something that you got, um, you know, like hated on that now other people of other races are doing it and it's just normalized and people don't find anything wrong with it.
1: Yeah, I've had actual real experiences. Even last year, I was, um, I was at a birthday party and we were carpooling home with a couple friends and a friend, quote unquote, was like pulling back her eyes and she was like, how do you see like that? And that was just last year. Last year, someone said that to me. Um, And you think, oh, you know, you're like, oh, but that only happened when you're younger. No, that happened to me literally last year when I was 15 years old, you know. Um, uh, So it definitely still exists, people making fun of uh, my eyes and, you know, the way I look. And it really hurts that, you know, people think that it's just makeup or they think that it's not a big deal because to me, it is a big deal. Uh, that's the way I look and I can't change anything about it you may be able to wipe off your makeup with you know wipes or wash it off but that's that's the way my eyes look you know
0: yeah and I've also seen people making fun of languages especially like East Asian languages um like I don't want to say any of them because they're like racist and they're not funny at all but like always like mocking it because it's like sounds a certain way and that is like disgusting like their language is not something for you to make fun of like for you to go around and you know like talk about it in like that way or make fun of that language like no one finds it funny but you'll be surprised by how many people actually do and don't realize like how hurtful that is that you're making fun of someone's language
1: yeah and I think this racism is so normalized because of so many stereotypes that are placed on Asian people like just to name one like Asian people are smart or like Asians are cheap or Asians are bad drivers or Asians have bad eyesight. Like all of those stereotypes add up. And for some reason, people think that they're like true and it just becomes so normalized.
0: Yeah. And then there's so many more Asian stereotypes I could go on and on about that. People just keep creating and that it it just gets, like, so much. It's, like, none of these are true for everyone, you know? Just because one Asian has a bad eyesight doesn't mean that everyone has a bad eyesight. Not all Asians are smart, and there's so many other ones that are, like, even offensive. All of these are offensive, but the list just goes on and on. Yeah, and I don't think that you should ever group
1: any group of people into a stereotype because everyone is so different everyone is their own individual person and just because one person might be this way or you know one person might be have this or one person might be that it doesn't mean that the whole group is like that and when you place those stereotypes and you choose to believe them and you choose to just say it's like a joke or whatever it it really just normalizes that kind of stereotype and behavior and you know another thing with this whole COVID-19 thing I've You know, there's a lot of xenophobia going on, uh, you know, because in our country, some people are calling COVID-19, which is the actual name for the virus. They're calling it uh, the Chinese virus or something like that. And that's extremely xenophobic because it perpetrates that all Chinese people have, you know, or all Asian people have COVID-19 or that like, you know, everybody you see who's Asian has COVID-19 and like it perpetrates all this like racism.
0: Exactly. And like people just don't understand what's wrong with saying the Chinese virus, like including our own president. And I just I just find it like ridiculous that you can't call it the name that it has been given and just call it the Chinese virus because you think, oh, because it comes from China. And then use that Chinese virus to discriminate and stereotype um, people and think that everyone has Corona or they have COVID. And like Hannah said, like act xenophobic.
1: Yeah. So that was just kind of us talking about, you know, what it was like growing up Asian, some kind of weird household stuff that goes on, you know, Asians in the media, and then just talking about, you know, racism and stereotypes, because I think it's really important that we have a conversation about it. Because as an Asian American, I've never really heard, you know, I've heard people talk about it, but it's, I've never really heard like other teenagers really being vocalized about it and talking about like, um,
0: why why it matters and why it's important to talk about these issues and topics. Exactly. And I mean, I just like don't understand why it's so hard to grasp the concept that you're being racist or that you're being discriminatory and that you're actually hurting people's feelings and that it's not a joke. Racism is never a joke. And for some people to think of it as a joke and then call and then tell people who find it insensitive Um, telling them that they're being way too sensitive and this is just humor it's not humor it's literally that you are being racist Mm -hmm. and yeah so it's you know it's been
1: kind of like a journey um growing up learning to like accept me for like who I am but now I'm like really proud to be you know Asian American I'm proud to you know be Korean um I don't know about you Duane but I've just found it so much better to just like accept myself and like you know, know that, like, I can make a change for, you know, we Asian Americans can really make a change uh, and change the narrative and change the stereotypes and, you know, be more present in media and stuff like that.
0: Definitely. And we just wanted to talk about, like, our personal experiences and going off what Hannah said. um, Definitely, like, growing up unintentionally and intentionally, like, you just get exposed to, like, racism and stuff like that. Like, I've definitely had, like, girls saying, like, oh, it's such a shame that your skin is, like, darker than mine or whatever. And it's, like, the same girls that then spray tan and then look, like, 50 shades darker than they are. And it's, like, you made fun of my skin color for what so that you could also look like my skin color it just makes absolutely no sense and i feel like it's also the little things like growing up like watching tv shows where again it's just like mostly white characters and like shows like jesse and stuff like that where the indian character is like so um so uh stereotyped it's just always like the little things and it just it makes you like grow up like wishing that your skin was lighter again like hannah I'm glad. I'm proud of my skin color and I would not change it. I would not wish to be lighter or anything like that. Um, it definitely like, took a while to understand that my skin is beautiful, that I don't need to be lighter or look like anyone else to be pretty or beautiful or anything like that. But it definitely like, took a while. But um, again, like I'm really proud of the person that I am
1: yeah, and for me, also, I, I already spoke about this, but it did take a lot of growing to accept myself. And you know, I'm proud to be Asian American. I'm proud to be um Korean. And um, like I said before, I really think that you know, educating other people and really um growing with yourself can make lead towards a change and you know, change the narrative, change what's going on in our world. and Um, So I did kind of talk about, like, already two personal experiences, you know, that one friend who was like, oh, you can't see with your eyes or something like that. And then um, the other one uh, where she said I was the whitest Asian girl. And, you know, um, I could sit here and talk about, like, literally all the things that people have said to me, like, all the ignorant things people have said to me. But, you know, there's, like, a lot, I guess I could say. It's just, like, um, I've kind of learned to, like instead of like get angry or sad that someone said that to me, even though like I am angry, I choose to, you know, tell that person why that was wrong, or, you know, kind of teach them that that's kind of not okay thing to say. Like, I used to be kind of silent and be like, just take it from people like, haha, your eyes are so small. And I just be kind of like silent and be like, yeah, you know, it is or something and just like laugh at the joke back or something. But now I kind of am like, you know, that's, that's not okay. And I don't like that you said that to me. You know, like I said, I would pack, you know, some traditional Korean food to lunch and kids would always kind of gawk at my lunch and be like, oh, what's that? And, you know, I was the only Asian girl in my school except for this one other girl and me and her would always get like mixed up and people didn't care to learn our names they just call us like the Asian girls or whatever and they'd be like oh yeah yeah one of the Hannah she's like one of the Asian girls like and that's just how like they would describe me like I don't know like if you ever get like picked in class like oh like the Asian girl or something like that and I don't know I thought that was kind of weird because no one else is calling everybody else by their name they're not like oh the white girl or something like that (laughs) you know it was just uh you know, kind of weird, but yeah, that was just, like, one of many experiences, <laughs> just kind of being different. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: so, yeah, that was our discussion on being Asian. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it in this episode of our podcast. We post episodes every Friday, and feel free to share our podcast with family and friends, and support us by following us on social media at Even the Little Things Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes,
1: confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today, because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time. Bye.